0: And now enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. I'm right here. Got to shoot straight. I'm right
1: here. Got to shoot straight. Right here but you've got to shoot straight And welcome to Shooting Straight. I am David K. Montoya. All right, gang. Uh, we are Randy lists today. Um, if you've been following along the last few episodes, Randy's been talking about his journey with getting new teeth, and I'm happy to say that this week he has done just that. Um, he's gone on and taken care of his teeth. He was cleared by his uh his uh cardiologist, he was cleared by uh his uh primary physician and everything was signed off and on Monday he went in and they took care of him. They they've completely uh gave him new teeth. Um so Obviously, for obvious reasons, you know he's pro- he's swollen, he's sore, he's, he's hurting, but he's got a great set of teeth now. Um, but since this is a milestone for him personally, I, I'm I'm looking forward to hopefully bring him back next week and we can chat about it. Um, but for this week, so you guys aren't left empty-handed, I've decided to do what I'm calling the best of Randy Part Two, and. La, what was that? Uh, episode 19, we did part one, and that was one through five. So, uh, part two will be one, no, six through ten. So, go ahead, sit back, and relax and enjoy what I have in store for you for the best of Randy, part two.
0: Last night, I also had a crazy dream, if you guys want to hear about it. Hit me. Oh, God. You know how. If anybody knows that movie Hellboy, how he's that red little devil thing or whatever.
1: Uh-huh. He's the son of Satan.
0: Yeah, well, I had the son of Satan come basically in my dream last night and try to attack me and take me. And it's the first time. And I tried not to talk about religion, but I repented in, in my sleep. Like I was bleeding the blood of Jesus while I was sleeping, in it, it finally let me wake up because I don't know what would happen last night. But he got me this little thing, maybe... Like little mini me size, he was red. He grabbed me around his with his little legs around my neck and was choking me out, and I was dying last night. And I know
1: it's funny because it's funny when I woke up, but I really took it seriously. Well, no, I I'm intrigued. I'm I'm legitimately intrigued. I, I'm kind of curious to find out. Do you do you? That's all you remember of the dream? No,
0: I know. I remember more. I remember what it was called too. It was called a bo- Buddha. Not Buddha. Bonda or something. A bonda? Bonda, yeah. A Bonda. I don't know what that means or if it even has a real meaning. It sounds like it does, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And I was like, get away from me, Bonda. It, it could be just one of its titles it is, you know. Right. And I was telling Debbie I had a crazy dream last night. And uh, she says sometimes dreams are a way of telling us something that we need to know. And if you're having lots of dreams like that and it seems like they're real, They very, very, very well may be
1: real. Well, I'm a firm believer in if you die in your sleep, you die in real life. I I believe that. I really do. I
0: I do, too. And last night, I thought I was going to die. Not from no difficulties, like something that I normally have, like my heart or my brain or anything like that. It was just that thing was trying to get me, and it wanted me. I'm a big dude. I'm 6'7", 340 pounds okay and this little thing was whipping my ass excuse right. my language i mean up and down it mm-hmm. was like it knew taekwondo it knew jujitsu and you think okay this little thing's only got arms maybe foot and a half length on both sides he's getting me in choke holds and everything i like got it sounds funny it's a good s- story i was meaning you were still awake when i woke up you were just going to bed i was going to tell you about it but I, it was so vivid i knew i wouldn't
1: forget it you know? i yeah well yeah, I wasn't feeling good yesterday, you know. Yeah, but keep going. I, I'm I'm interested. And so this I finally got it, and I,
0: it was choking me around the neck with its legs, and I just grabbed so hard, and I said, "Jesus, let me rip its legs off!" And I ripped its legs off, and then it was coming after me with no legs, with just a hand on the ground, and I kept kicking it away and kept kicking it away.
1: It sounds like an old um, B movie or something. Yeah, you know, from like the 1980s. <laughs> yeah. It, it was like that. It was
0: almost like a B movie, but real though. You right. know, you watch a B movie and you're like, "Oh, this is fake. This is, you know, still entertaining." No, it was like a nightmare B movie. You know, right? <laughs> I was like, "Oh, get away from me, Bunda
1: <laughs> I like that. I really do. <laughs> do? You? Yeah,
0: I do too. Made me wake up and was like, "Oh, you need a shower and you need to get yourself awake uh, and go get going because I've been kind of." Just slumpy, you know? I don't know if you noticed
1: lately. Yeah, we've all been kind of in a funk. Except that you've been pretty productive as far as editing uh, Steph's book. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed
0: that. I'm I'm hoping, dear Lord, I hope it all works out. I have maybe eight chapters, I think, left or something like that. Oh, really? And there's, what,
1: 21 chapters? 25. There's 25 chapters.
0: 25 chapters. So uh, I'm close. It's like this small from this big.
1: Right. (laughs) Uh, So it went from like probably a good three inches thick to about what? Quarter of an inch?
0: Yeah, quarter of an
1: inch. Yeah. And it's smaller than the other stack. So I know I've made progress. Sorry for our non-international listeners. I don't know how to break that shit down in my head without a calculator. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Steve. Hi, Mike. Yeah. <clears throat> so, other than that, what else? Uh, give, give us something good. Give us something good. Uh, well, the dogs
0: have been outside. They went out yesterday, and they were productive, and they're happy now that they're outside. Keeps them busy. That made me happy. Because I worry about my dog, you know. Right especially her being the last one that I have. I mean, I worry about all the dogs. It's not just her, but she's my baby, and they know it. Right. They've learned to love her now, so they're all buddies. And if they stuck up to her, then they can come up to me. They're a pack. Yeah. Basically, they know if they don't beat up on her no more, then they can come and play with me, and they can all interact, and I pet each one individually. One lays between my legs, one on my side, and one up on my neck. Yeah, but still the little rascal trash monkey, Mora won't won't let me get her in the morning. So, but she's funny. She comes in and gets on top of my back, and I'm sleeping. I think she wakes up first off when Jaden gets up. Uh-huh. And then she comes in there and jumps on the top of my head, like right back here. And I'm like, get off of me! <laughs> and I started laughing. And then, of course, I heard your son Jaden, my nephew, and, and I'm like, I get active for a little bit, and I'm up for a bit. And then I go back to sleep until Zoe gets up. And
1: Speaking of Zoe, when this comes out, it'll be a day before her birthday. Oh, boy. I... Happy birthday to you, Zoe. So, anyway, um, yeah, what, anything else? Because what we want is we had a good response. I feel that we had a good response. You had – oh, my God. You had one of the best – responses i have ever seen (laughs) on on the release of episode five earlier you showed it to me oh from stephanie barty yeah
0: yeah man it touched me i almost cried Uh, i never felt so good about doing something (sighs) 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 oh shit (laughs) yeah thank you stephanie barty that meant a lot to me
1: do you have your phone
0: no i don't have it on me right Uh. now but i appreciate it it, it gives me hope, and I really know that what I'm doing means something to just not me, but others too. And that's this isn't a sad cry. This is my happy cry. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little weird. I'm a little weird, but you know, got it makes my good, It makes for good podcasting. <laughs> yeah, it does because <laughs> I'm crying and laughing at the same time. Yeah. You know? Oh, excuse me, i got gonna
1: wipe my eyes. I. I oh. As of this moment, I didn't get no you suck emails. Really? Woohoo.
0: I that, haven't gotten no emails. Maybe they're oh, maybe they're going into my uh promotion or spam,
1: maybe. I there, should maybe. check
0: that. I haven't checked that in a long time.
1: Or do you have it? Because like for example, because I have Gmail. My my personal address is Gmail. So someone who doesn't know me can't email my mm, me directly. Now they can email my Jazilmon account, but they can't email my my uh, Gmail account oh, because I have.
0: And that's what's going on. Because I keep wondering what's going on, like if, if anybody's texting me, because I want ideas, you know, things maybe they want to know about me that I don't even realize that I know about myself until someone brings it up. You know? Right. Like with our our little conversation earlier with wrestling and stuff, and I remembered us, you know, doing our little. Shows and stuff Go ahead tell them the story Oh yeah when we were little we used to have our buddies over And we'd make real wrestling matches And our stepmom had Or my stepmom his mom Had a karaoke machine and we'd do our announcements you know, I, I forget who I was or if I was anybody. You know, I might have had a name back then, but I don't remember that part. But but then we get down to wrestling. It wasn't like no pansy wrestling. We we wrestled. We didn't know that the stuff was fake when we were young.
1: No. It well, let's 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 redefine that. Okay? okay. It's
0: pre-planned. It's pre-planned, and they gotta work hard to do it. You can't just be no slump. You gotta be in good shape to do it. I well, give them credit.
1: That night, fake is like, it's fake. You know. Yeah. Yeah. they get carried away sometimes. Well that and you know, when you're falling twenty feet off of a still cage, there's no way faking that landing. No, there isn't. Yeah. You know, so. And you
0: gotta be well conditioned for that. Right. I understand, yeah.
1: But yeah, yeah, those were good times. We beat the hell out of each other. We did too.
0: Oh yeah, that was fun for a while until I'd make you too mad that I have to go hide somewhere. <laughs> Uh, it started out a little rough, uh, still having weird dreams, but then I, I went to church and had some pretty good uh, messages given to me and told me that I'm ready for the next change in my life and about straight and narrow. And so I decided that I'm going to do my best to stop drinking and I hope everybody can encourage me and, and tell me some good words out there because I don't want to do it no more I'm, I I want to be straight and narrow and shooting straight
1: one of our listeners um, had brought it to my attention and I, I thought about doing this incorporating it and I think if we incorporate this neither A it'll keep you sober or B you're going to lie and I know you're not a liar right I can't lie And the, the, because it was brought to my attention that this podcast is is not, not the content, but the, the concept behind it, like therapeutic for you. There's another person that uses his podcast because he had uh, an addiction to heroin and oxycodone. And so he uses his podcast to keep clean and from what i understand he's been clean for seven years now oh wow that's awesome and his co host uses one question and this one question keeps him in the straight and narrow and that is how long you've been clean one day there you go so it's day number one and so from here on out
0: well, would that be considered, because this day is not done yet, so it's not two days. Well, you could say working on two days. Working on two days. Yeah. I got yesterday down, so. And I woke up, I I had this one little saying to myself, just one day at a time, one day at a time. They'll add up sooner or later, and they'll be 30 or 40, and then, and then I'll be one year. Yep.
1: Two years. Three years. <laughs> That's the way you do it. Um, you know, that's interesting because you said something and it clicked because we w- were sat down and we were like, well, what are we going to talk about? Somebody's birthday is right around the corner. Yeah. Somebody's going to be 41. I know. And I know you had touched on it very lightly, but you you were having questioned that you would even make it a 40. But I'm I'm not worried about 41. Yeah, I know. And I that's that's where I'm going is is how how you realize how I've realized for you that 40 literally was your changing mark. Yes, everything changed. You're like, if I can get to 40, if I can get to 40, if I, I remember the night it was. The fourteenth of October last year, and <laughs> you were legitimately nervous that you weren't going to wake up that morning. Yeah, I did, and
0: I, you know, I, and I tried this so many different times. It was twenty-five, thirty-five, and then I was like, forty is just the halfway mark. Because even if you just live to eighty years old, if I'm forty years old, I want a good forty years left. Right. You know what I mean. Right. And so I get, I'm getting ready to be 41 and that's excited. I don't know. I, I'm happy because there's so much changed in the last year. So much. Go ahead. Uh, my, my speech has improved. Uh, my thinking has improved. Uh, my way of life has improved. The way I, I figure on what's going to happen and where I'm going is improved. I see things and, can honestly be like, okay, I, I appreciate that, and, know that there's going to be more years, to be able to appreciate, and that's a great thing, it's a great feeling, it is, it really is, and, and, and the kids, your kids, my nephew and nieces, uh, just make it that much better, and I want to enjoy them more, and, and be more active with them, and if I'm, if I'm buzzed, then, I, I don't, I don't want to be really messed with when I'm buzzed. I'm not trying to be mean or nothing, you know. But And I felt bad about that. I haven't told anybody, but that was a little bit of something on my shoulder, you know. Well, elaborate a little bit. Well, uh, Zoe, I'd be buzzed, and Zoe would want to come and play or hang out with me, and I was just like, Uncle Randy's laying down. <laughs> like I always do after I finish a couple beers, and I'd pass out, and I felt bad about it. And, you know, it's not the the main reason. The main reason is that this is going to be the next change in my life. 41 coming up, I made 40. one's coming up. And I just want so many things. And I know that I ain't going to get them if I keep on messing
1: up. Right.
0: And if I do, I'll lose them.
1: I was going to say, if you remember when um, we first had the big conversation and and you- You, I don't know if you remember, you might have remembered, I mean, you were pretty high, you know, that first night, we stayed up and talked, and you were talking about how you you didn't have no motivation, you didn't have nothing to, look, you know, to give you purpose, and I said, the fact that Zoe was so excited, so excited, day number one, to learn that she had an uncle. Yeah and i said there's your purpose. Yep. And it it really, i mean and this is just from my perspective, but it seems like not only Zoe, but all the kids have given you that purpose that you need. I mean, you have a special bond with each of them. Yeah. You Okay, if for people that don't know, my son Jay is autistic and he's very Neither he doesn't like you and he doesn't talk to you or he likes you, but he doesn't think you're smart enough because he's very intelligent and he'll just give you the very quick tidbits on what he has to say and leave. Or he makes small talk, which is very, very rare. And I love it. And he, he has small talk with Randy all the time. And I listen to him. I wake up to him in the morning
0: I listened to him tell me tell you all his story and and what's happening, especially with this new thing that's going on with his computer. And the upgrade, his, the upgrade, and stuff like that. I know now that we can't mention things, so I I got this down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, we have a, a a comment on because we were doing that video. Um, it says. I love how Randy is a body and a hat and a mic. The light from the window totally obliterates his face, rolling on the floor.
0: <laughs> oh, I was looking at that. And I was thinking that same thing, and I didn't want to move the mic because it's perfect for me when I speak like this. Oh
1: yeah, you're coming in perfectly clear. Yeah,
0: I like it. This is where my spot is. You know, and I got I get it seats c- certain way, and I, I got to do it that way. I could have moved it and said hello, and then moved it back, but then I might have missed my spot. Right. Yeah. Because well, we do a check, and when I do a check, I'm moving it as I'm doing the check.
1: Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of particular about the checks. <laughs> yeah. I know, like you know, some people are like okay, I can hear, it. let's go. I'm like, no, we we literally we do what about four or five checks before. Yeah. And I listen to myself,
0: and if I don't sound right or
1: whatever, I let you
0: know. Or, or I try to basically, what did you say, uh, my pitch? Yeah.
1: I you, try to adjust it to what I'm listening to. Yes. And not uh, this is not a braggy statement. This is just legitimate. When I first started podcasting in 2012, all I had was a USB mic, a hub, and a computer. That's all I had, you know. And listening back on the old shows, they sounded absolutely horrible. Right. And if there's anybody that listened to old shows, I thank you so much because they sucked. They really did. <laughs> not content-wise. No, not content, wise. No, content, not they were content good, But audio quality right. was shit.
0: Well, we got a nice setup now. or You do and stuff like that. And I like it and you're getting it down and you pretty much got it. I mean, my brother is a heart monitor tech. Am I get that right? Yeah, you're. Close. So we work with waves when we're working with the podcast, and it's kind of like on the same terms. Uh-huh. He can just look at the waves and know how to fix it or how to set it up or how to do whatever because he reads them, <laughs> and that's the only thing I, way I could say it. Right? You're right. No, you're you're right. You uh, <laughs> don't even have to listen to it. He listens to it just to know where the spots are to do what he does. But he's looking at it when he does it. I, it's like that's uh, a great compliment. I want you to know. Thank you.
1: I, I do. You make uh, me
0: sound good. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing that all on your own, brother. Uh, let's see. Another comment says Randy is Dyson Sphere. He has captured the sun and is only letting a portion of the light out. There you go. Oh, I like that one. That was good. Mr. Podcast Sensation. Oh, oh, no, you don't. You're going to embarrass me now, aren't you? Well, yeah, we're starting. That's how we're going to start the episode. Is We're going to say, how many days have you been sober? Today is my 14th day. Two weeks, exactly. Yeah. How are you feeling? I mean, physically, how are you feeling?
0: I'm doing okay, but yesterday I had a bad day, so I, I medicated myself and stayed asleep yesterday because I've been having these really, really crazy dreams. Not all of them are bad, but some of them are emotional. It's more like a, a friend of ours said, I'm dealing with my past demons, so I've been doing that a lot. And, right. And then I had a couple of days where I was really sick from not drinking and I wanted it, and like my brother said, it, it, it was more probably the physical part that I was more addicted to, and that the mental was just messing with me about the
1: physical, you know? Right, well, because you, at this point, you're seven days out from habit. Yeah, that's good. So, next Sunday, because we're recording, um, I know it, it won't come out it comes out normally. You know, it'll come out on Wednesday, this Wednesday, like normal. So everybody's like, huh? But we're actually, we we had so much going on this week. We actually aren't getting the... One ahead of it. Yeah. We're actually kind of behind now Yeah, on schedule. We'll make up for it, though. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, 21 days, they say 21 days of doing something, whether it's productive or non-productive, becomes human habit i'm happy about that you're 14 days away or 14 days you're 14 days in seven days away from human habit which means that you are no longer when somebody asks you want to drink you're like i don't drink right and that's legitimate you become a (laughs) non-drinker that sounds so good right there so so where do you want to start um, my dreams. Okay. Again, I mean,
0: because they set off, they set me off in so many different directions. You know, I've had happy dreams where, like, I was in a pilgrimage across different uh, states and 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 countries, and I had to carry a little duck with me, and I had to keep this little duck alive. And uh, the duck's name, yeah. The duck's name was Ducky Woo Woo. Yeah. And I kept it alive until it could fly away from me.
1: That's the name of this episode is Ducky Woo Woo. I love that freaking name.
0: And, and the duck loved me and it didn't want to leave me. But I kept it alive through fights, battles, uh, persecution, and a little bitty duckling. You know what I mean? A duckling that, that is so fragile to a, a full-on duck. Right. That takes a long time. You you ought to think about it. In my dream, it might have been only hours, but in order for a duck from a duckling to a duck, that's a year leased out, you know. And that was one dream, you know. Right. <laughs>
1: well, there's so much metaphor behind that dream. You know, It's it's a classic of, you know, you having to carry yourself through, you know the the life that you want you know you've got to be clean you've got to be strong you've got to be emotionally fit you know because you are carrying something brand new in you hence ducky woo woo yes and um so it's very metaphorical and i I thought it was awesome when you told me and i love the name ducky woo woo yeah. Well, that shit will end up in one of my stories.
0: Well, yeah, I hope so. It's cool. It it was so cute, too. And it always wanted to get fed. And you got to imagine the things I had to do. I had to chew up worms to give it worms. Yeah, just like a little bird a hatchling, you know. Ducks the same way. They don't just eat until they get a little bigger and they'll eat some grain. But, no, I had to do some disgusting things for this duck.
1: What was the last thing that you remember?
0: it flying off and me making it through my pilgrimage because they, whoever sent me on it, which I don't know said that I'll know when my pilgrimage is over.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I knew when that duck was able to fly off on its own and I didn't have to take care of it no more uh-huh. that my pilgrimage was over mm. and I was able to turn around and start coming back. But then I woke up and that's all I remember in the duck's name and it flying off and that I had to take it so many times through different Things like battles, you know, a pilgrimage is not necessarily a priest or anything. It could be a warrior that's becoming not a priest, but having to go on a spiritual battle. Right, right. And that's basically what I've been going through is a real spiritual battle with all this stuff.
1: It's, well, yeah, because habit, habit is a 50-50 split. Habit is a mental and physical. Right. You know. First, you have to go and break the mental habit, and then after you break the mental habit is when you have to deal with the physical habit. That's why that comes first, and, you know, physical second. It's, It's not just because if it was just one or the other, people would be able to break, you know, just walk away and say, okay, I'm good, but alcohol is dual, you know, you have to deal with it. Well, actually, it's more than duel, if you really sit and think about it. It's more like it's a physical fight, a mental fight, and a spiritual fight. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's been
0: coming out in my dreams. I Like I told you, I haven't dreamt in a long time. And like everybody's been telling me, it's me facing my demons from my past and having to deal with them so that I can go prosper future, you know what I mean?
1: Right. Right. It's – it's um. Oh, there's a name for it, but I can't think of it right now. it's too early it's it's uh eight thirty in the morning.
0: We usually don't do it this early, but we' we gotta get it done
1: i'm uh i gotta go to Vegas oh boy and um do some shows out there oh yeah there's you know me I'm not a gambler, no, so I'm not gonna go do any of that crap
0: no I would though <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh. No because I'm going to have the kids. So yeah, because I, you know as soon as I get there I'm I'm going to have all three of them so <laughs> So yeah I'll just go in, get my my podcasting finished and head home. Yeah because I have a, a a doctor's appointment on Very Tuesday. Very important
0: doctor's appointment.
1: Yeah. Um for though well actually I don't talk I, I as I kind of go on about things I really don't talk about much other than, okay, here, we talk about you. Yeah. On My Public Life, I talk about comics. I really don't talk about me personally. And then Seeing Red, we just talk about stupid shit. So I really don't. Nobody knows what's going on with me. Uh, Um, I'm having some uh, physical issues. Well, actually, it's more like physiological issues because i'm just i'm tired all the time you are but i've been
0: catching you sleep a lot or watch tv a lot lately
1: and it's it's not even really watching tv it's just like me zoning out yeah giving you something
0: to to fill the void in the outer
1: space (laughs) yeah yeah for sure i do that
0: a lot of times when i'm in my room listening to tv or whatever i have it on just to Make the sound go by so that I can have something to concentrate on other than the things that I'm concentrated on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So let's find out. Do you have any stories for us other than the Ducky Woo Woo story?
0: Oh, do I have any stories? It's hard to to think about stories.
1: Why is that, you think? Because
0: I have so many. So I'm trying to figure out one that just comes to the head, and none's coming to the head right now. Like, have I talked about any stories lately? The last,
1: uh, last episode you talked about going to the river and getting caught in the current.
0: Oh yeah, the scurfing. Yeah. Everybody was all wondering what the heck I was talking about. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. Uh, that was, uh, let's see. That was pretty much it as far as stories go. Um. Do you? And I'm not going to make you, because you were really emotional when you came. No, I you. want to talk about that one. Do you? Yeah, I do. Okay. You had another dream. Yeah, I had another dream. And you said it wasn't a bad dream. It was just an emotional you something you had to deal with. Yeah. And it was probably around eleven o'clock midnight when we talked about it. And it was it was very brief. You were emotional. I didn't want to you know push, but um, go ahead and and tell us. Uh, i've
0: only had one love in my life and asked one person to marry me and she said yes and because of drugs and alcohol and everything like that i lost her that's the basis of it but the dream was the whole span of us being together and the bad the the fighting the hating one another and then her leaving and in the dream i just kept on reliving it over and over again and, and it I, I finally got to a point in the dream to where I could be forgiven for it. But you got to understand, I, I don't have very many love interests. I joke about it all the time, but, you know, I, I know I'm a good looking man. I'm not trying to be conceited, but she took me for who I was and I took advantage of that. So keep going. And then I uh started crying while I was asleep and I woke up crying Because I was so emotionally upset about it that I lost her. And I wish that I could have done this sooner in life. So that I could have had her in my life. Because I would have had a good life if I just would have gotten sober sooner. And I tried, but it was too late. She had already found somebody else. Actually, my best friend. and uh, She married him in October, but they didn't stay together.
1: October this October
0: not this October but in October that's when they got married
1: oh how long ago
0: oh it's been over seven years now
1: have you have you talked to her now that you're sober have you told her you know what because I I something will change in you 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 have to you have to close this chapter I
0: told her that I was sorry. She knows I'm sorry. I don't know if she ever believed it, but...
1: I think that you need to approach her, neither it be via email or whatever, and tell her, you know what, I am, like, actually sober-sober. And it's just a part of... Because when you go into, like, um, rehab and shit like that, you... They make you yeah. close the chapter on certain things that you need to get past. And I think that's something that you need to do now that you're sober is, is just come to the end and say, you know what? I'm completely sober. I realize full heart or wholeheartedly what I did. I took you for granted. I'm not trying to get you back. I just want a full um, acceptance of my apology. And, yeah, well, and I, know. I i bet you it'll it will make you even feel better.
0: It probably will. And I, I got to do that a lot. I got to do that with my mom. I got to do that with a lot of people. And I haven't done it because I even was selfish with my dad. And if I wouldn't have been on drugs and stuff like that, I wouldn't have thought that the way I did. And I would have probably got to see my dad before he passed away too
1: it's um
0: there's a lot of people that's the scary part about this now what is that I gotta realize what life was around me that was true and real and try to either not get it back but fix it you know what I mean In order to move on further, I've done the sober part and quit. That's the easy part. like you said, fixing chapters in my life that didn't go very well or I haven't done the right thing, you know?
1: Do you have any like scary story, maybe like a scary story a week since we're in October that you you can share? Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Go for it. Yeah, I
0: do. Devil Cows. Okay, Go ahead. Devil cows. We have this one place called Erskine Creek. Okay. And there's... Name of this episode, Devil Cows. Just throwing that out there. Go ahead. (laughs) Excuse me. And uh, there are these cows that have been, like, missing from people, and they end up living wild out out in this Erskine Creek. It's like a... Okay. uh, Where's this at? Let's start. It's It's in Lake Isabella. Okay. It was just up the road from where I live. It's Erskine Creek california or, okay and uh you go through trails and creeks you got nine, fifteen crossings actually okay so you get to the very back and these devil cows would come at you dude we call them devil cows because they were wild cows nobody owned them they just survived on their own but but they they would come at you when we were partying back there you know because we'd go back there to party right they'd come after you you know what I mean? And then when you dropped your stuff, they'd eat, try to eat your food and get your stuff. But they all had red eyes, you know? Is that why they were called devil cows? Yeah. And and not to mention this area is not a good area. It had the Ku Klux Klan back there. It had killers. that Manson had a house back there. So these cows,
1: you know, everybody was scared of them. Really? Yeah. Anything particular that you can think of? Any?
0: No, just they, when you were partying, they'd come out. They weren't afraid of nothing. They like Most trying to chase cows you? are timid, yeah. You know? Chased you particularly? Oh, yeah, they've chased me particularly. Okay, let's hear a story about that. I was drinking, I was buzzed as could be. You know, I, I kept on seeing red eyes, and I was like, what the hell is that, dude? So I go follow the red eyes, and as soon as I got close, it ran after me, and I ran back to the fire. Trying to think, you know, closest to the fire. No, then everybody started running. And, uh,
1: no, you, you, you did that.
0: Oh yeah, I did that. You know what I mean? So everybody scattered, went their own way, and it, it started going through our stuff. You know, drinking alcohol.
1: <laughs>
0: really? <laughs> yeah.
1: They're wild cows. That's crazy. Yeah. And where did they come from? They just
0: People, there's ranches and stuff up there and people would lose them or whatever
1: and, and then not go get them. They're like, ah, you know, we, we don't need a $5,000 cow. Just let it roam. That's yeah. Good. Really? Yeah. Nice. Okay. How
0: about you? You got a
1: scary story? Do I have a scary story? Of course you do. Uh, I'm thinking which one I can use. Um, when I, I lived on, uh, we live on this road and, and people are probably going to crack up because of the name of the road that we, we currently live on is little beaver. And, um, when my wife and I, uh, we were in our twenties, we lived in an apartment complex just right down from the road or from the house that we live in now. And. I had a dog, a yellow dog, or yellow dog, a yellow lab. His name was Code Blue, Cody for short. And he he's he was very much like the way Prime is. And Prime is my current dog, which is actually Cody's son. Very attached to the hip, would lay by my feet, you know, kind of thing. And I would be in the, the kitchen. We, we kind of sectioned off the kitchen because it was a fairly good-sized kitchen, and that's where I had my office. And I'd be working on, you know, the website or a book or something like that. And constantly I'd see this dog run across the living room. And I'd be like, "Uh, Cody, knock it off. And I could feel like a nudge on on my foot. And it would be Cody looking up like, you know, why are you yelling at me? I'm right here next to your foot. And it happened all the time. For like eight years, it happened on a regular basis. It was a dog that ran across. The living room. No other place. Was it a ghost dog? It was like a ghost dog. Whoa. Dude. Yeah. It didn't come in the kitchen or nothing? Just never in the- never went into the kitchen, never went down the hallway. Would it go back and forth or just one way? Just one way. From the the fireplace around that area uh-huh. to where the door ended in the kitchen where you could see it. And you'd see it from your peripheral? Yeah. What a trip. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was, uh, interesting. It was, um, even to the point where, um, Lacey got sage and she saged. That just made it worse. To be honest with you, after the sage, I seen it more regularly because at one point it was just like once a day kind of thing. But after sage, I would see it multiple times during the day too. Oh, wow. Because originally it was at night. Oh, wow. And Cody never saw it? Cody never, no. Like, you, you, you know? Yeah. Wow. So it was, it was, uh, yeah, that was probably my, uh, there's one other one, but I don't want to talk about it because that one actually does give me the heebie-jeebies.
0: <laughs> I like the dog one. No, that was good. Ghost dog.
1: Yeah, it was. It was like a ghost dog. It was like almost, I don't know, because... The, you know, the, that big house that was, is right across from the apartment complex where we used yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's I haunted. think I've told you this before. Yeah, it was haunted. It's haunted. People, I never, never,
0: since I've been here, I've been watching that since you told me that. Uh huh. People keep moving out and moving in.
1: Yeah. I think, I think the longest anybody's ever lived there was like six months.
0: Yeah. And uh, I wanna go talk to them. everybody that moves in there you know, and see their own opinion like I'm not a paranormal investigator
1: but it, I, I don't know I I I'm just interested in something that I don't know Well you know shit's wild when the you the cars are gone you're like oh they must be on vacation and then like a month passed and the you know nothing's been touched 2 months passed nothing's been touched They literally like up and left everything they left their their clothes they left their tv their i mean because there was the the curtains and the curtains was kind of pulled apart just a little bit so you could see in and even across the street you could see into it and everything was there everything you know pictures and everything so it was that bad to wow where i I don't know what happened i would love to sit down and talk to these people and say what happened what what scared you so bad that uh you know, you literally left everything that you own. Huh. that's, that's gotta be some scary shit. Did it really? For sure. And then uh let's see. There's some weird shit that's happened here, but nothing really. Um yeah, eh, no, I don't wanna really, uh. Eh, just weird. Yeah. Just weird shit. Not really supernatural, just weird shit. I know what you mean. I have weird shit happening all the time, dude. And then... uh Let's see. I'm trying to think. Uh, okay. My mother-in-law's house, um, uh, which is in Ely, Nevada. It's a small little mining town up towards Idaho. And again, my dog, Cody. I had Cody for... Almost 13 years. So up until the point of now, within the last year, all my dog stories is Cody. You know, my my new dog, Prime, is only a year. So, you know. Yeah. But <clears throat> Cody was also potty trained. He would go and let us know, you know, it didn't matter what time of the day it was. He would um, go and let us know he had to go to the bathroom. Well, he hated cats. And so, we let him out of the room, and he would chase the cat until the cat ran into my mother-in-law and her husband's bedroom. He would hit the brakes. I mean, literally, like, stop. And he would just look into the room. Yeah, boy. He would just sit there and look in the room, and he'd literally do the back walk. He'd just back away. Back away. What a trip. So, there was something in that room, but it yeah. scared the crap That's out of That's why
0: him. I was saying, you know, he knows stuff, you know what I mean?
1: Each and every week, we get together, and we find out how Randy's doing in his progress and his sobriety. So, we get, and we sit down, and we ask him the all-important question, how long have you been clean and sober?
0: 24 days.
1: That's right. That is awesome.
0: Yeah. It's weird. (laughs) I uh, don't, I'd be doing drinking. It would give me that time of doing it and I'd fall asleep for a little bit and then it'd take a little bit more time. Now I got nothing but time on my hands because I'm not occupying it with drinking. Right. So I uh, don't know what to do really. I don't know what to do. I mean, we pretty much got everything that needs to be done right now for the world of myth and, and for you. So it's like, You give me books, you give me a comic book, I'm going to read it. I started reading it, and then I was like, oh, I want to watch a movie. And then I tried to watch one movie, and then the next movie. And I was like, man, I know I have concentration. Right. That's not the problem. I just can't concentrate on what I'm trying to concentrate on. It's just not grabbing your attention. It's not. I want to work on a car, but I don't know nothing about my car, or it'd be fixed. The newer cars, you know, like, right. like Chevys. I can work on Chevys, you know, but uh, I can't build something with wood. If I had wood, I don't have no tools to build it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if my stepdad had a garage floor, I'd always be building something in his garage. It kept me occupied helping him build things around the house, fences,
1: doing a garden. Ooh. Doing a garden. Yeah. Maybe... I just seen the light bulb go off on top of your head.
0: Yeah, this is the time to get start getting the soil ready, and Debbie said I could. So yeah, Debbie's my stepmom, uh, David's mother.
1: It's actually, well, yeah, because technically October is harvest time. So it's time to harvest, and you replant.
0: Well, you turn the, the soil, and you let the soil have to set for so many days. You, a lot of people say full moon in June is the best time to plant or may springs when it's raining, you know? Right. But, uh, I gotta do something. I don't like this laying there. I'm getting tired of laying there too. Yeah. But it does take up time and whatever. Yeah.
1: Well, you, you also had a big obstacle that you overcame this week and I didn't mention it, but because I wanted to talk about it on the podcast, but, uh Monday was Monday the 15th was his birthday and he turned 41 but that that wasn't the obstacle that he had to overtake he uh, he um he obviously stayed sober in the process of his birthday and, and we actually did kind of talk about how this is the first birthday in a long time that you were sober and if there was going to be any opportunity or any chance given to relapse it would have been that day and yeah. because you did not. You were able to, you know, keep on being sober. And, and like I said, it, it really does. I mean, I think Well tell them why. I, you,
0: you want me to tell them why?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, uh,
0: not only was it my birthday, but it, my aunt Karen, which is my favorite aunt, uh, passed away on the same day as my birthday and I did think about it, and I got emotional to myself, and I thought about going and getting a drink, but I said, no, I'm not going to let this one day ruin my all the other days, so I didn't do it.
1: And for the most part, it was, uh, it was a pretty nice day, yeah?
0: Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I don't feel 41, but I, my body does. <laughs> my back's been hurting for a few days and been out, but today it feels really good.
1: Well, that's one thing I was also going to bring up was the fact that now that you're sober, you're feeling aches and pains that you said you never felt before.
0: I never have felt them. I I must have been really lubricated a lot (laughs) Uh, because I heard all the time now. I'm not just being a wussy or saying this or that, but. I got a broken back. Or it's not broken no more, but it, it still hurts, especially with the cold. Oh, yeah. So that's one thing. And then I had an emotional day when I figured out what I wanted to talk about today.
1: Yeah. You, what was what time was it when you came in? I, I don't remember what time we were talking and, and you said that you had figured in or figured out what um, you wanted to talk about.
0: Yeah, I did. Should we start on that or?
1: Yeah, I I have nothing you know uh, pre-planned. That's the only thing is you know we ask how many days you you are clean and sober.
0: It's gonna be a hundred someday.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, it'll be a hundred and seventy-five days, seventy-six days. By
0: the time the first year comes.
1: Oh yeah, I should be. Really? Let's see. Let me get my handy dandy.
0: 31, 31, My iPhone 62. Here. Hold on here. Let's see. 24.
1: That's like 87. Siri, what date will it be in 76 days from now?
0: It's January 1st, 2019 at 10.05 a.m.
1: There you go. Oh, you said 76. 70, thought, because today's 24, right? I thought you said 176. No. You said today was 24, right? Yeah. So one hundred days sober will be january first, twenty nineteen. Wow. And that's gonna be another
0: hard day. Why? Because I always partied on New Year's. Oh really? All the way through to the next day. I stayed up there all night long and you know, been tweaking and drinking and smoking and toking and joking. Alright, Steve Miller. <laughs> I had to give a little humor out <laughs> Yeah, uh,
1: I the only thing that I ever did and I always tease because it, it, it was kind of a pseudo superstition was I I always was told and I always brought it forward on New Year's Eve that whatever you're doing on New Year's Day will be what you'll be doing the following day or following year. And I always worked New Year's, you know, New Year's Day, the turn from New Year's Eve to New Year's Day, I always worked. Uh, And it was just that stupid reassurance well, if I'm working this year, I'll be working next year. Right. And for the last three, no, yeah, three years, because even though I lost the job in January or uh, May of 2015, that that January, I was actually off. Uh, so I've been off three Januarys. I've just been watching movies. On New Year's? Yeah.
0: That's a good idea. Maybe we can get together and watch movies. I like your TV and your surround sound. I'm going to get me a new TV. I knew you were when you get taxes, huh? Yeah. You going to sell this one to me? If you want it, yeah. Yeah, I'll buy it. Whatever you think's fair for it. That'd be great in my room. I'll be able to challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I can plug in and listen with headphones.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's the a, other
0: one I have. Don't do it. You know? There's
1: a headphone jack in the back. Right. So yeah, I I have a a seventy inch flat screen and um, it it's high definition. It's 1080p, but I really want at least a 4k. I really do. The the HDA one or the that one. Where you have to use the new discs
0: and stuff with
1: it? I
0: do. Dude, look at your set, though. You ain't even going to do that, are you? Start buying those new movies.
1: Well, it, it'll it be easier because I'll just start changing them out. Because there's not a, a a selection like Blu-ray. You know. Oh,
0: they haven't done that yet? No. It's only certain, certain movies yeah.
1: that they're doing. Yeah. It's okay, I guess. I don't know. I just... I'm I, I. That's one thing. How do I say this? My movies and my TV. That that's the only thing that I've ever been really fussy about having. Are my movies and my TV. Right. That's that's it. Other than that, I I, I can, you know, deal and compromise with anything else. But just let me have my movies and my TV.
0: This morning, I got a little feed from uh, Avengers Four. And it said, trailer released. It was a tease trailer just to talk about when the date and how uh, chronically they, they're setting it up a certain way to make it more better of a movie. That's all it was talking about. It didn't even give me no no little scenes or anything. That's and right. I haven't touched nothing. I thought it was a real trailer. Right. So I was like, yeah, okay, I got to... Like, For the last three months, I haven't been going down no rabbit holes. And I was like, slide. I was like, oh, yeah, this is just to talk about how the teaser trailer is only coming out on a certain day. And it's made to make you like the movie even more.
1: And I was like, oh, this is lame. All right. Thank you so much for coming in. I do appreciate it. Like I said, uh, hopefully we'll be able to sit down and do a normal podcast uh, like we usually do. So, for this week, I am David K Montoya, and although Randy says, do what you gotta do, just do it, and I leave you with Ducky Woo Woo for life. Alright, gang, uh, that's it for this week. Come back next week, and hopefully Randy will be back, and we'll see you next time. I'm right here. Gotta shoot straight. I'm right here, but you've gotta shoot straight. I'm right here, but you've gotta
0: shoot straight.